Look, let me tell you, my first ever, I I think I told you this story, but my first ever probate was when I worked at Dillard University. Uh And when I tell you, I was, I was hooked on HBCUs ever since. Oh, yeah. Ever since. I mean, I was still young when I worked there. So like ever since I was like, I'm all about HBCUs. Like I love the culture. I love like the unity. I love everything that it embodies. Like, I just feel like every Black person should absolutely attend an HBCU. And we already see what they can, um, what they produce. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, if you ever asked me if I, if I have one regret, one regret in life, it is not going to an HBCU. Me too. Me I think too. I would have definitely been a happier person. I did not. I wasn't, you know, I liked Alabama, but I probably should have. I've always wanted to go to AM. That would have been my school. Mm-hmm. My first choice in the whole wide world is, was Howard. I wanted to play ball at oh, Howard. I wanted to do HU. Um, just walked on. I know mm-hmm. I would have got a scholarship, but. Um, I should have just walked on and just tried it out, but I had so many other people, like so many other schools, offer me money. So I, you yeah. know, my parents were like, "What a money reside! What a money reside!" <laughs> and that's, that's on Mary. Go. Mary had a little lamb. You have to go where the money is, and that's a hard thing to do because we don't have. We typically don't have the options to go where we want to go. We normally mm-hmm. have to go where. The money resides. Yeah, so where the money resides, where we get the, the scholarships at. So and that's where I went to good old University of Mobile. Dang. But I wish I could have went to Howard. I still would have became an illustrious alpha <laughs> at Howard University. Hope, like with my fingers crossed, of course. But yeah, it is what it is. It's that's okay. You got two girls that you can go ahead and um, try to push that legacy um, on to. Yeah, Parker is crazy about AKA, and oh. the it looks like the kid that's going to be like, if I do anything, definitely not going to be AKA, but. <laughs> But I don't know. <laughs> she's going to um, she's going to defy you at any cost. I because she's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's me. So that sounds um, about right. Right. So it, it's it's gonna be fun seeing who they are when they grow up and oh. and looking back and being like, I knew you weren't gonna do this and do that. I knew you weren't gonna act right, girl. My mama tell me but one of those all girl, the time. One of those girls up there. Are going to ski weed for me? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> you you ready? I'm ready. Dope girls, yeah, it's a podcast. Two dope girls, yeah, we speaking all facts. Two dope girls, yeah, we got it, just relax. Two dope girls, hit like, subscribe back. Two dope girls, and we only never slack. Two dope girls, and we got each other back. Two dope girls, and we coming for the cash. Two, two dope girls, and we all about a bag. Yes. 
Hey. Trying to fix my lighting in here. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies, what's up? 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 Hey, girl. <laughs> what you know about that? What you know about that? Girl, I'm not too far removed, child. I'm not too far removed. I wish I was, but I'm not. What you been up to this? Oh, um, girl. It's it seems like it's all a blur. Oh. Because when you're inside Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? It's like right. what did I do? Besides work out and well, I think I think it was last Saturday. I think last Saturday me and my husband went to safe room to go take pictures, but mm-hmm. other than that, it was just work, working out. Trying to stay focused because right now it's I'm channeling my my hormonal woman and yeah. I want to eat everything in it's like in my sight and I'm trying not to. Are you? Are, what is it? Because I'm like that too. I just told you I'm. Well, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to somebody else in my house. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta lose like five pounds. Like I feel those emotional five pounds mine wasn't her mom I was but I'm trying to I'm trying to come I'm trying to combat it Mm -hmm. and it's like do I lash out at everybody around me because I'm trying to combat it or do I just like do I try to find my zen I try to meditate I'm trying to like but sometimes it don't work so but you know that's that that's just Maybe a TMI for some people, but I don't care. But how was your week? <laughs> it was good. Um, like you said, like the days literally pass by, and I have no recollection of what's going on in life. Mm-mm. I was working out this morning. I worked out every day this week, which was amazing, and I'm so sore. Oh my goodness, he killed me this week. But mm-hmm. that's um, a good thing. That's a good thing. That's always a good thing, but also he, we were at the gym and we were getting ready to leave and he was like, oh yeah, happy Founders Day. And I was like, yeah, it's coming up. He was like, <laughs> today the 15th? I was like, no, uh Yeah. He was like, no, today the 15th. I was like, today is not the 15th. He was like, today is so the 15th. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you. Yeah, so oh, happy Founders okay. Day! Happy Founders Thank Day! Thank you. Thank you. I love my sorority. I love my A. Yes, my and happy, happy Founders Day to all the other AKAs out there. Yeah. Happy Founders Day, sorors! Thank yeah. you for listening. And you had the Deltas. Uh, J thirteen yes. was Wednesday, I think. Yes. Um, so happy Founders Day to our Deltas. Yes, they are absolutely. some amazing women as well. I know no, a I mean, lot of amazing AKAs and I know a lot of amazing oh yeah. Deltas. Oh, yeah. I yeah. know some ancient AKAs and I know some ancient. <laughs> I don't know the opposite, but I know a lot of amazing people. I try to associate. I know a lot them. of amazing. Let me shout out one, Dr. Jamie Bell. That's one. Yes, that's one of my Dr. Jamie Bell. Yes. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Ashley, Ashley Cole. Cole. Yes. yes. My homegirl. Uh, Happy Father's Day, girl. To she, yes, happy Founder's Day and happy uh, Founder's Day to Aquita because she's a Delta as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. Ronnie, Lil Ronce, she's an aka. Oh, 
Well, happy mm-hmm. Founders Day. So yeah. yeah. So today is, I mean, today has been really nice. Um, I've been just watching all the, you know, all the sorors getting their pink and green while I'm in the house looking <laughs> like, you know, blah. But I, it's been so fun <laughs> watching. You don't know how much effort it took just to do this. This just little. Do, <laughs> it's cute now, honey. You know, I give you a little. You see that? I give you a little, I give you a little you highlight. highlight. <laughs> but child, when I say you three and a half minutes, maybe four. That's all that's I got it. for y'all. Look, honestly, <laughs> this is the highlight of my week because I'm like, when <laughs> I get to pass the mirror and I'll be like, girl, brush your hair. <laughs> Just comb it up a little bit. <laughs> Let's do something. Like, don't have a whole outro out here. Like just wedding. Look, you know? I, look, my hair is up in a little tight bun because it, it's still conditioning in here because <laughs> I left my hair in a ponytail for two weeks and I'm like, it was so dry. I really tangled. had to just like put was the- it tangled. It was it wasn't, but it was it took a while for me to detangle it because it was so dry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be careful with it. And right. I didn't want to just like just brush and comb through it, but woo. No, I can't do that again. I do that ever so often, and I really need to stop doing that. I'll be in the shower like, oh, I told my stupid ass I was not going to do this. I did it all the time. I think I remember telling you I would leave my hair in a ball for weeks, and it would be so tangled. But I miss my ball. I know I miss my ball, but I can't wait. You're going to get it soon, girl. You're going to get it soon. Yeah, one of these days, y'all going to see me with my big old ball back on my head. Yes. So, so I, you know, January is like flying by. It um, is. Have you been keeping up with your um your um your New Year's resolution to focus more on you? No. Okay. See, we have to um tighten that up yeah. because it's a resolution for a reason, right? It is. It okay. is. And I'm really just having to figure out like how to balance that, you know, and I think we're going to talk more about that today, yeah, but yeah. Just, the, just trying to balance taking care of me and taking care of others sometimes can be hard. Like somebody is going to have to get sacrificed and for the most part it's going to be me. But okay. We're going to, we're not going to get into that now, but I'm going to tell you that I don't feel like that's the case, but we're going to get into that. But look, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Latoya Luckett and her husband? What's his name? <laughs> you don't know. I can't think of it right now. But did you hear that they're getting what a happened? divorce? No, what happened? I don't know. They just they're going put out a divorce. They both. Well, Latoya Luckett put out a statement like last week, sometime saying that um, that they are going through a divorce. Then. I was like, dang, that's so sad because they just had another baby, a little boy. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) You you started like you about to sing a like an old song. Girl, I was about to marry Jay Blige, you girl. Listen, sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> Things that happen in marriage, it's hard to um, deal with. It's hard. You know, he, yeah. she found out he was cheating with another woman in Houston, I think. Where his he, child but look, was. he came out and said that he didn't do that. He said, I never cheated on my wife or I never stopped, stepped outside of my marriage or something like that. 
<laughs> There's no way I would allow my man, and I know it's difficult. I'm I'm sitting here saying this, mm-hmm. but I know if I was in this situation, it would be totally different. You know what I mean? Like if I right. had if I in the relationship with a guy who was from another city or his children or child lived in another city, how do I stop him from going there? all the time or every other weekend like he is like he does or is supposed to yeah or is court ordered to see his child at a certain you know time of the month or of the week like and you can't go with that's them like, because yeah. you have your own you obligations right you ain't in the audience <laughs> for, for real that is that's for him to introduce her to that that situation right now in LaToya Luckett's um situation I think that they were dealing with marital crap which all of us deal with all the time mm-hmm. by themselves and then he got a chance to kind of you know alleviate his way you know or just move away from the crap that he was in and go to a whole nother city doing mm-hmm. god knows what I don't know. That's a lot. That's that a lot. Is a lot. But I, I, I don't know. I don't even know where the allegations of him cheating came from. So, I mean, I can't say that. But, I mean, it's just sad that they're going through a divorce and they have two small children. And I can only imagine what that's like. Right. Like, I really feel like that would be like the suckiest thing ever and they just took like a little picture for new year's eve or new year's celebration and it's like y'all look like a happy family yeah that i mean that's rough like for any um any marriage honestly i'm just happy that the kids are young enough to kind of not really know what's going on um they're gonna understand it you know because i think her name is gia the oldest little girl Okay. She's going to notice her dad's not around every day, but it wouldn't be as if she was like five, six, seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. So I think she's just young enough for it to kind of not be a hard transition for the children. It definitely will be a hard transition for her, but we are going to um, pray for her We're family. Keep them lifted. Yeah, because she's such a positive person. You she know, is. you want only positive things. For especially for positive people, so we're gonna keep her lifted, y'all. Dope family, keep her lifted. Yeah. Listen, Martin Luther King birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. <laughs> y'all make me give up like a hip hop beat. Yeah. Birthday, man. We just, we just happy this man had a dream. Yeah, like, happy birthday, Dr. King. After you guys, yes. I mean, you guys going to hear the after, after the holiday and after his birthday, but we still yep. want to honor him and, and acknowledge him. Yes, because he's a very pivotal um, uh, legend in our household, in my household. Mm-hmm. Um, my children know about Dr. Martin Luther King. In the black will, community, in the black community, you got an MLK street on in every community. Every the hood, the, the not so hood, you know, it's it's cause every he's everywhere and he's um he's he's legendary and he's legendary for a reason. So mm-hmm. hey, 
Um, he was, he was the, a, a, a very amazing martyr who sacrificed his life for the cause and for us and for for justice for Black people. And you you really have to salute people like that who literally put their lives on the line, on the line. and they, they sacrifice it all for others. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so and selfless. It, and it's, and it's something that we all should have a piece of just a piece of to help someone else. And I think mm-hmm. You have a piece of it. I think we felt that piece when Obama got into office. Yes. It was like a Martin day, you know, like a Martin day, Dr. Martin Luther King for us. And I think we all felt that. I remember being in the FERG at university of Alabama in 2008 when, um, Obama was, uh, not just, the uh a candidate he was the presidential candidate and yes. we were just elated you know what i mean yes. like tears were falling tears of joy just i remember voting it. in that election i remember taking my yes. son to the polls with me voting for election i remember us staying up he fell asleep but then i remember just seeing the first family i'm like man this is a black family like such a, a beautiful house. black family in the white house i felt like yeah, you know usa had a little tony Satchery sprinkled on it a little bit when he got into office you know that we got a chance to see this this side of history like yeah you know it, it's so many sides of history that we get to see but when you get to see something positive and something um such as a black man a black family representing the United States of America, that's something you never forget. You never forget that moment. And I'm yeah. um, just blank. But one thing I do know is that our children are barely, still barely learning about Black history in their school system. Look, and I was, yes, I, I had, uh, me and my homegirls had a group chat the other day. And I literally said, we need to have our own Black history book in our schools we don't need the whitewashed history we really need a true black history in our elementary schools our post-secondary schools and our secondary schools where are these children still out here thinking that christopher columbus (laughs) america no somebody was here before sir (laughs) absolutely ding 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 Indians. Yes, Native Americans were here. Uh, Sorry, y'all stole land. Okay, Christopher Columbus stole land. (laughs) Yes, they don't want to say that. Girl, did you see that um, white guy uh, imitating the guy with the money reside? With the money reside. Oh, God. I didn't even look at it. I saw like two seconds and I said, you know what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. They have nothing. <laughs> they like to appropriate everything. Yes. But at this point, Black people should know that we are really the prize. Like, for people want to imitate everything that we have. Girl. You should know that we are something more than special. Like, we Come are on. like, like we are like the stars in the sky. You can't touch, <laughs> you can see them, but you cannot touch them. So stop trying to dim us. Let us shine back. They know we chosen. You cannot imitate someone that you don't envy or you don't idolize. And that sometimes it's not a bad thing. You can idolize people in a good way. Like you can be like, well, you know what? I like what you're doing. Let me appreciate that. But no, they want (laughs) to, you know, when when white girls get cornrows, it's a trend. 
We been have cornrows. What you talking about? We been had ponytails. We been had, you know, the the big hooves, the the long nails, the colorful hair. What you talking about? We been doing this. We been doing the liner around the lips before Kim lashes. Come on, it's us, baby. What you want this us? You welcome. You love us. We appreciate right. it. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. That's it. That's it. Girl, well, one I have one last thing. What? Did you see Plas bear his gold teeth? How do you feel about that? I did you see the new teeth on a little busted baby? Let me tell you something. Plas look like Zaddy. He he does. He looks so good. I'm 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 impressed. I was impressed. I was waiting when he first showed the first video of him burying the teeth. Yeah, you know the tooth or teeth, and he was just talking about it. And I was just like, Lord, what is Plies really going to look like? And he he got like a new set. Look. Them things oh, had to be rotten underneath there. He got a new set, and they look amazing. They look good. He looks really good. He looks handsome. His DMs are just like pop, pop. they popping right now. Of different girls, girls that do not want and so men. <laughs> Did you? Hear I mean, they gonna shoot their shot too. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want gold teeth up in mine. But hey, what's up? What's what's new? Let's <laughs> what's new these days. Look, you know the verses is coming back with Keisha Cole and um Ashanti, right on the twenty first. On Are the twenty first, yes. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there, and so I still have a Shanti. Sean okay. asked me the other day, "Who do you have, Ashanti or Keisha Cole?" Ashanti. I'm a Shanti fan. I'm a Shanti fan day, too. But dang, when I listen to Keisha, I'm like, I... Keisha makes me depressed. <laughs> she does. <I'm> <laughs> you say one lyric, yeah, that's right. You're right. Ashanti, she'll put you in a good spirit. She'll put you in a I'm good ready spirit. <laughs> but, and it's like, you know, you, at least with Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige will take you on an emotional roller coaster. Yes. No, one day, cry, one day, she's not going to cry. The next day, she um. Let's get it. You know, you just never know. You never know with Mary, but with Keisha, you know she's dying inside. She'll take you down there. She'll take you down in the gutter of your gut. And leave soul. there. Bring me back up, sis. Bring me back. <laughs> Let me breathe. <laughs> I, I, oh, mean, yeah, I gotta, it hurt, but I don't want it to hurt that bad. Right, I don't want it to hurt that bad. Who do you have? Uh, even though you say she's depressing, I, I'm still on the fence because I do really, really love Ashanti. I like her features. She has like so many dope, dope features, but I don't know. I'm going to have to flip a coin on this one. I'm going to have to flip a coin. Heads or tails. And I, what like it lands on. I definitely like Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely like Nicole, but I'm, I'm going to pull for Ashanti this time. But I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be jamming on both sides because... I'm really both of their fans, to be honest yes. with you. Mm-hmm. They're both like amazing, beautiful women. Amazing. But speaking of amazing, beautiful women, because we talked about one of these women last week. Okay. 
Lori Harvey and Michael B. Are you hurt? Are you heartbroken? Or you're Listen, not worthy? You're not worthy. <laughs> I'm definitely worthy. <laughs> we definitely have to have a moment of silence because I just told you that Michael B. Jordan is one of my faves. Like yeah. he is somebody very well-rounded and somebody I can definitely see myself marrying mm -hmm. if I was ever in that position, correct? But since I'm married and there's no way for me to get Michael B. Jordan, if he's going to get somebody, you damn, you know what, Lori Harvey... Let it be, cause let me tell you something. That chick right there is like, she is the P Diddy of of our generation. Like, she, you remember how P Diddy will go from one girl <laughs> to another hot girl? And he had the hot girl. one, J Lo. Yeah, yeah. he had Naomi. Uh, of course, girl, he had everybody. Cassie, he had um, yes. the twins' mom. Twin, I mean um, twin, Kim, Kim, Kim. Rest mm -hmm. in peace, Kim. But he had so many beautiful, he was just popping to beautiful women. Never would get married. Just, you know, so she's the P. Diddy of this generation. <laughs> you know, all hail to Lori Harvey. She's absolutely gorgeous. She just Queen Lori. Queen Lori. Queen Lori. <laughs> Somebody get her a tiara. And we're just going to play for her because she is doing a daggum thing. She is living yeah. her life. On she's a dated day. some nice I men. Do. Yes. So. I mean, how do you... She's dated your guy, Future. You know, you love Future. Not even Rihanna has gotten these hot, these type of hot men in her life. Like, they, I think they, nah. Rihanna is all over the spectrum. I love some Rihanna. Like, I love her too. I, yeah, I think they're just. It takes a special man, Rihanna. Yeah. I, I, it takes a special man to be with either women. Yeah. I don't know. I just think they're in just two different lanes of caliber of men, I think. I don't know. Absolutely. No, you're yeah. definitely right. They yeah. are in two different lanes. First of all, but if, if we're going to take it back to when Rihanna was 24, Rihanna wasn't dating those type of guys. She wasn't right. living this type of life and you you can we can throw it up to the things that she had been through shit that's all of us at 24 <laughs> right right Lori is like living life better than I would have ever thought I could have lived yeah she doing it live girl you better live you better live you better live yeah she dope man I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. At first, I, at first, I, I can't lie. I kind of hate it uh, <laughs> on her. I kind of hate it on her. And then I was like, "Why?" But she's so why? Though, why you hating on her? What made you hate on her? Because she's like, she was like 21, getting, being, you know, if uh, what's his name, um, being on, uh, being brought up in in songs and. Oh yeah, shoot! You, girl, and you still have a good reputation. Don't nobody say anything bad about her. I applaud you. That's why I said, "All hail Lori." <laughs> we are all learning. From you. Write a book. It's write a book. <laughs> Look, take it after your daddy. <laughs> right. The plans guide for women. <laughs> And that's yes. why she is killing the game right now. How to get that man, sis. How to get that man, sis. That's how you, that's yeah. the name of the book. How to get that man, sis. How to get that man. 
and then on to the next. <laughs> Less than 30 days. He ain't no 30 let- days over here. And have him call you Turtle in less than 30 days. That's a cute little nickname, Turtle. It was cute. It, it, it sounded like something he would, you know, nickname somebody. Like, he just sounds like this just hopeless romantic and just so cute. And Michael B. I Joy. I love him. I know Michael B. Joy. Good job, Lori. You did Good that, job, girl. girl. But let's girl. talk about, <clears throat> for one second. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Let's just say this and let it be. Mm-hmm. Second impeachment, you're out of here. He can't come back ever. Ever. <laughs> Bye. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Oh, what you, you say? say. <laughs> bye, orange gone. Yep, you gone. Yes, bye. sorry, not sorry. Glad. So, I have a game for us. Okay. Yes. We like games here. So, this we one do. is very simple. It's called this or that. It's going to give you two um, different options, mm-hmm. and you choose which option you prefer. Okay. Simple and easy. You want me to go first? Yeah, go first because okay, I am. Sure. Let's go already. Okay. I'm off the okay. So the first one will be easy. Well, for me, it'll be easy. But I already know what you're going to say. Beyonce or Rihanna? Oh, come on. I'm just saying, it would be no fun if I said Beyonce and Lil, Mo- Lil Mama or something. <laughs> I'm going to say Rihanna. Oh, no. I'm going to say Beyonce because I can sing more to Beyonce hits and I can uh, I can like buy more to Beyonce hits. I love Rihanna too. I love her. It's, it's really Beyonce, but I'm going to say Beyonce right now. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. We all know. So what you want to do me, you, you do Beyonce. You say Beyonce. Okay, so since you want to do me like that, Mariah or Whitney? Whitney. I didn't have to think about that. Oh, really? No. Dang. I like Mariah, but I don't think Even I would choose Whitney. Mariah. Yeah, I like Mariah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Even what? Do that again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped. You stopped. God, he, he knows why we're together. You stopped me. <laughs> But yes, I definitely would choose Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Hip hop or RB? RB, all day. I'm a hopeless romantic, so I like RB. All day. Okay, missionary or doggy style? Doggy style. Okay. <laughs> I say missionary because I say missionary last time. I'm sticking with my guns, missionary. Okay. Um, pizza or tacos? Oh, hard one. <laughs> I know we both like both, so I know. <sighs> both of them can be veggie. I know. Mm. 
if you had pizza, I'm gonna say pizza. I'm gonna say pizza. I'm gonna say pizza. Okay, lemon pepper or honey barbecue? Lemon pepper. <laughs> I wow. never like lemon pepper. It's so yeah, salty. With ranch fries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a rich friend or a loyal friend? Loyal. These all day loyal. I want loyal all day. All day long. All I have, day. I'm rich myself. I'll take care of myself. I need you to be loyal. <laughs> okay. Um Luana Drake. Oh, now this is hard for me because <laughs> when I grew up, I loved Luane, but now I love Drake. So if I had to choose, I would definitely choose Drake. Okay. Okay. I say Luane. I love the Drake, but I, the block is hot. The block is hot. Hot, hot. Still hot. Yes. I, and, you know, Mrs. All, all that. I love Wayne. Wayne is classic. Drake is, he is classic too, but he's not They're as classic. classic. I grew up with Wayne. So, I did too. I yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew like all of Wayne's songs. Yeah. But Drake is killing the game right now. He cannot miss. It's no. like he's, he, he Full, full gun, full of ammo, and he cannot miss. Even when he's speaking a fake accent, he can't miss. Right, he cannot miss. I don't know yeah. if he it's meant for him. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Boys in the hood or juice? Oh well, I'll say boys in the hood because I don't remember juice. Remember, you know, I told you. <laughs> remember, I told you that I wasn't able to watch these movies, and when I did, it was like limited or like the made-for-TV version. So I really don't remember Juice like that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to let you see Juice. Oh my God, this is what uh, his name was Bishop in the movie. He was a a hole. He was dirty, grimy, but um, yeah. I just thought that was a good correlation. Boys in the hood or juice. Okay. Um, personally, I would choose boys in the hood. Juice is still awesome though. Okay. I, well, I say boys in the hood because I've seen boys in the hood countless times. So I would say boys in the hood. Okay. So Friday or coming to America? Oh, you wrong for that. <laughs> hey, gotta be coming to America. It's just because I'm silly. Mm-hmm. I say yeah. coming to America too. Friday is good, but coming to America yeah. is like so wholesome. It's classic. You can watch it with any and everybody. Not everybody yeah. may be receptive to Friday. So I would say um, coming That's to America. True. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, margarita or wine? Mm, margarita, because it's going to get me more litty. Litty is always, well, not always. It's most times the destination sometimes you you do want to unwind with the wine because when I make when I do like a nice little bubble bath it's definitely wine or 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 like a little brown yeah yeah so speaking of brown brown or white pasta yeah oh brown all day long yeah Mm -hmm. oh brown all day long so what gets you, so when you drink white, how do you get versus when you drink brown? 
when I when I get when I drink dark, um, I'm horny and, <laughs> and crazy. When I drink white, I feel it in the morning. I can yes. drink whatever I want with um, as far as brown and be drunk. Mm-hmm. Is all get out, and then in the morning I can literally go run. You remember I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I can literally get up and go run like three miles. Mm-hmm. White liquor—that's never gonna happen. Can't do it. Can't do nope. it. Mm-mm. Nope. Let's see. Let me see what, what you I got have. for me. At the movies, which would you choose, candy or popcorn? Candy all day. Ah, what? I don't like that old buttery ass popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then people oh be pumping that butter God. on that. That just ew. <laughs> Let me find a little little cheddar seasoning. Girl, you gonna go. put cheddar seasoning on top of butter. Okay. It depends on how you, I feel. Okay, you asking for a heart attack. You are asking for a heart attack. That is so disgusting. And first of all, I when I go to the movies, I'm bringing my own candy. I'm going to the dollar store right before. Um, Exactly. And I'm going to get a a pile of candy. I bring my own drink. But when I go to the movies, I want popcorn and an icy. Oh, icy for sure. Icy. Now that I will buy at the movies is one of the big icies. That's that's what I need. That's one thing I miss about the pandemic, being able to go to the movies and get some popcorn and an icy. You know, that That used to be... That used to be a date of uh, Warren and I. We used to always go, like me and my baby used to always go to a movie. We, even to this day, like if there, we've had, we have a pack, like if um, an Iron Man comes out. Oh, yeah. Or um, Iron Man, Transformers, The Incredibles. Uh-huh. We have to go see it with each other first. You cannot go with your friends. I don't care how old you are. You can be 35. We're going Aww. together first. Yeah. That's so cute. That's my baby. That's my little baby. Oh, you make me want a little boy. <laughs> girl, girl please, have, please have one. Okay, girl or boy. <laughs> boy. No, I love my girls though. Like I, I, I know. mean them and they're they're all about their mom. Like Parker, I think, is more, she's always been more of a daddy's girl. But yeah. Paisley is all about me. Like, if if it doesn't involve me, she ain't involved in it. Just no. Paisley looks like you, and Parker looks like her dad, though. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. How many more you got, girl? I got okay. I can do like three more. Okay, okay go ahead. Okay, free groceries for life, or all the clothes you want for free. Girl, groceries because I'll walk around naked. I don't care. I need the feet. <laughs> But let me tell you something. The amount of money we spend on groceries. (laughs) (laughs) I can buy whatever the hell I want. Charge it to the game for life. I walk around here naked because my husband will let me walk around here naked if I can get free groceries for like lamb chops. There you go. Roast. There you go. You want whatever you want. I get all my veggies. Whatever you like. Whatever you like. <laughs> yes, oh, grocery, grocery me, please. Grocery. Go ahead and do your I last, know. um, your your last two. Okay, I have money or free time. That's hard. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know because I feel like I'm gonna say money. Me, you say money. I'm gonna say money because shit, I don't have no free time now, and I ain't got no money like that. <laughs> 
ain't got no money like that. So give me the money, please. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Oh my gosh. Okay. The um second one is laundry or dishes. Which one is worse? Which one, well, which one do you prefer to do laundry or dishes? Do I have to fold the laundry? Do I do? <laughs> do I have to just put them in the washer machine? That includes laundry. Uh, no, it doesn't. Not in this household because I know one puts it in. What? In a perfect world, <laughs> so I fold and put up, right? <laughs> Why don't you like laundry? Like, it's really oh, no. one of the easiest chores you can have, but it's so tedious. It's so tedious. Like, I promise you, I think because we're in a house, I don't even, it's not even because we're in a house. I'm not even going to blame it on that because before, when we weren't even in the house all day, we had a shit ton of laundry and we still do. And I will see it pile up like as tall as me. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and fold this shit because anybody else gonna fold it? School to wash and nobody it. Else. I'll fold it. Warren be like, "Oh my, I was gonna get to that." Like after I don't fold that, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. I only, I only let him slide because he's working. Oh, that's but you would do laundry. I would do dishes. You would do dishes. Yeah, I hate laundry. Ooh. I will put the dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> and then they'll be dry and you just stack them up. And I just stack them like, but laundry, that's, that, that's overwhelming. That'll make me want to go and drink. <laughs> hey, you can drink while you do laundry. There I you can, go. That's the beauty I'm, of it. Look, let me ask you one more. Let me ask you one okay. more. Go ahead. Gerald Levert or Luther Vandross? Luther Vandross. Really? Big Luther and Little Luther. Yeah. I would say Luther too, but I love Gerald LaBerth. Of course. I'm a John Casanova. Hey. Me and Romeo ain't never been friends. Come on. Come on, Grace. What you know about that? Can't you see how much I really love you? Come on. Hello. I'm old. I told you. Stop, stop playing against stop playing my age. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. I got a good one. Let's see. Um, Titanic or the notebook. <sighs> that is a good one. Hmm. That's what I said. Dang. Okay, I'm gonna say the notebook because I've watched it plenty of times and I said, if I want to go out, I don't want to be in no cold ass sea. Just let me have a little dementia, but remember my love at the end of my life. And we both lay down next to each other and we go with one another. I told you I'm a hopeless romantic. That is. The notebook would definitely be it for me. Yeah. I love it. That was good. I loved it. Yeah. That was a good game to say that. We think we're not creative, but we really are creative. Like, guys, we really have to think of these games. <laughs> I know. Like, what game are we going to do this time? I don't know. What do you want to do? We love it. Yeah, it was but good. We get to our topic for today, which is, um, I, pro- I propose the question to Grace. Mm-hmm. Why does the term strong Black women hinder the relationship 
or hinder the marriage stage of the relationship, like hinder the relationship going to the next level. Like, what do you in order to get to marriage? Absolutely, yeah. So, what is that term? Do, so, you think the term, or not even the term, just the presence of a strong black woman kind of hinders that? Um, I don't think it's the presence. It's how our deme- the demeanor that comes along with the presence. Mm-hmm. Um, is how we use the word to say, basically, if we take away strong black woman and we say, we say, hey, I'm a strong black woman. What we're saying is, I don't need anybody. I can do this all by myself. So you also saying that we we as women say that to the men. No, we as black women, we have used this word, this phrase as a staple in mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural statement to say, I'm a strong black woman. I'm an independent woman. Yeah, we can like fart uh, webby. I n d e p e n d. He made it, you know. He made you know it what cool. That mean, mean? Right. We can mm-hmm. fall Neo. Uh, what was that song? Miss I love it. Or, or I love it with Jamie Foxx. I love it because mm-hmm. she got her phone. She don't need mine. She say leave mine alone. Mm-hmm. So you know they put out these songs. They put out these phrases. They have these interviews, and they yeah. say. We want somebody that got their own. We want this independent woman. But when you get an independent woman, I basically what you're saying is I can be independent. I can have my own just as long as I dumb myself down to make sure that you're still um, put on a pedestal. Right. So how do you feel about um, being feeling that this word can um, hinder them from taking a relationship to the next level. Because from what I have heard from other men, it kind of makes them feel weak and insecure. I was Um, just about to ask you, like, have you ever heard a guy say that? Like, absolutely. So what what would he say? Um, I heard a guy, he told me that, um, that men basically it's a scare for them it scares them away because it basically says that i really don't need you like i was I just about to say myself, that but I, I only think i need you for some kids and the appearance of a family yeah. you know um i don't need you to take care of me i don't need you to be a man and what a man really needs to protect and provide you know right and that's what i was i was saying i was like do we do we do you feel like we as women say that a lot or project that a lot to men that i can do this without you i'm strong i don't need you well the thing you is for i i truly feel like um it has been embedded in our generation to mm-hmm. be independent um we can go back to <clears throat> the Black Panther days, right? With like Angela Davis, how mm-hmm. bad as she was. But even when, if, even if we go back even further, you have um, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman was a, was amazing. She was a very dominant um, Black woman. But do we ever hear about her being um, married? Like, do we ever hear about her spouse? Right. So if we like take it back to um, the Black Panthers, 
uh, the Black Panther organization, how it gave women the empowerment and the motivation to stay, to be strong and unapologetically uh, strong as a woman. Mm -hmm. So it kind of was like the the revolutionary start to the, you know, women gaining their strength of, you know, we, we can be independent, we can take on these roles. But I do think it has definitely hindered the fact that men want to be with us because now men don't think we need them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like, um, well, for us, for black women, it has hindered us going to the next level, but it has thrown others, other ethnicities into our place with our black men because for some reason, our black men are very needy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> They are. They are needy. They need for, you know, they need everything. They need for our affection. They need us to, um, I I guess they need to feel like they are the man. They are, they are the. As they should though. I feel like they should. They They absolutely absolutely should. should. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of confusing. I can imagine it can be confusing to some women. And to me, you know, like I said, growing up, we were in a different, you and I were in a different generation than our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our parents weren't in a generation where women was um, going to space. We weren't, um, you know, these high powered lawyers or these extreme amazing doctors. You know, we have grown in that aspect to our um you know, just educationally and professionally, we've mm-hmm. grown. So now it's like, do we dumb ourselves down? Do we dim our light for the relationship? Or how do how do we balance having a professional um, career and having this relationship and allowing our man to still feel as if he is the breadwinner, he's the protector, he's the provider? You see what I'm saying? I, I do, but I don't ever think that a woman should feel like she should dim her light because of that. I think that if you find the person who can really understand the power that you have as a woman and how you are in your career and how authoritative you are in your life and he can still balance that, I think that is good. And that is the epitome of a strong Black woman to me. Yeah. And I think a a man who really realized that and recognized that would, um, would, would nurture that and not actually think of it in in a bad way. Because I would think, because you know what, I'm thinking about um, something that, a conversation that me and my husband had like a while ago. And I think it was because we were training or whatever, because he he does personal training. And I I think I asked him something to the fact of, you know, why don't you like come and see if I need anything while you're training? Although I'm not paying you, but I'm still there training with you. And he was just like, because I know you got it. And because I know you're a strong woman. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I do want to kind of have like a little, I don't know if you want to call it like submissive moment, but just like a little, oh, we submit uh, what we want to. Yeah, but I know I'm strong. Yeah, but at the same time, like, hello, I'm here. I get it. But <clears throat> but the fact that he sees me as that, I appreciate that. 
Yeah. But I don't want you to see me as that and then think that I can handle everything. (laughs) Yes. And I don't need you because if I feel that way, then I'm going to tell you, I don't need you. And then that's going to be an issue. I have a question for you. Come being from or being a single black mother mm-hmm. before you met your husband and mm-hmm. you got married. Um, do you think that transition um, was <clears throat> difficult me. as far as <laughs> having to do everything on your own? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I'm going to let you answer, but I feel like um, women in the sense are put in that role. We don't want the role, mm-hmm. but we're put in that role and it makes us wear the pants and the dress. And it's hard to turn it off when we finally meet Mr. Right. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. And to answer your question, yes. I I felt that way because I came from a mother who I've seen do what she needs to do. She was a single mother of three kids. So yeah. I saw what a strong black woman was and what a strong black woman was supposed to be. So when I got older and I got like I got with my husband, if he didn't want to do something, if I if I asked him to do something, if he don't okay, I don't need you. I can do it myself. But then I had to kind of like, okay, I can't just dismiss him just like that because I'm so used to doing it myself. Because I do have to give him his role. And I yeah. do have to give him the opportunity to play his role. And I do have to express to him, if you don't want to do this, I expect you to do this because of whatever the because of is. So yeah. I don't want to have to always be like superwoman because I know how to be a strong black woman. And if I ask you for something, you don't want to do it, then I'm automatically going to dismiss you because I could do it myself. And I know that role is embedded in us because we're kind of used to just doing, just doing it, just getting it done, no matter what, by any means necessary. We're going to work. We're going to make sure the children are fed. We're going to make sure food is on the table. We're going to make sure they have clothes on their back, no matter what the father does, no matter what else, you know, is hindering our environment. Like all we know is survival, you know, make sure everybody is taken care of that uh, maternal instincts, right? So it's almost like we we have to figure out as, a, as women, as black women, how do we make that transition? Okay, we do want a family. We do want a husband. We want that security blanket. Make we a transition to, from what to what though? Make a transition from being a strong, independent black woman mm-hmm. to being a black woman in love. And being able to do what she needs to do and let her man do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. We have to, at some point, drop that strong black women because we don't have to be strong all the time. Just right. like we, you know, we try to tell our men, you don't have to be strong all the time. You're able to come home and let down your strong black man uh, syndrome. Take those bags off your back. Sit by me. And just let it out, like just become a little boy for a second and not have all that stress on your back. But we have to do the same. I was I was just about to say, like, that has to be reciprocated and it really has to be reciprocated on both ends. Because, first of all, if you're in a, in a relationship where both partners are black, 
you understand the stressors of each person that's in a relationship. I understand the stresses of you, maybe not personally as being a black man, but I understand it. You can mm-hmm. understand the stressors as it pertains to me to being a black woman because I'm marginalized and people right. look at me as if I am less than because I am a woman and I'm a black woman. So maybe you can right. kind of sympathize, but you don't understand that. So we both have two kinds kind of lean on one another. And mm-hmm. you don't have to always be Superman. I don't have to always be Superwoman. Not while we're together. When we're out in this world, yes, we can go ahead and put on our caves and dun, 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 and we go ahead and get it done. But when we're in the household together, I don't need the strong black man mentality. You don't need that strong black woman mentality. And here I am, see me or whatever the case is, but I want to be able to be vulnerable. Right. And that's a, that's a great word. Uh, vulnerability, vulnerability, mm-hmm. like we have to show that to one another. Um, I, I know we we are so uh, fans of Ready to Love. And mm-hmm. I think two of the seasons, there were um, lawyers on two of the seasons. And both of them, both of the lawyers, I think got kicked off pretty quickly because they were looked at as, they, you know, these, these women mm-hmm. that were, you know, really didn't need anybody. And they were so forthcoming. They were so direct. You know, and that's not really what women, what men want or need. They are saying that they want this uh, sensual, um, maternal mother. soft lady. Right. And that's right. Now, we are not saying women to dim your lights, to not go out in the world and be great. But what we're saying is you can go out in the world and be great. But when you come home, you let your man know that he's great as well. And that's something that I'm learning. I know, you know, me and Sean, uh, we had an episode, like that was a phase in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like me not being so um, finishing his sentences or, you know, not <laughs> kind of submitting, you know. Yeah, you're, you not, know. The, you're not in the lovey-dovey butterfly yeah. phase. Right, right. Well, and this was before we got married. Um, and he really did not deal with that well as far as me kind of being controlling and mm-hmm. um and to me I didn't want to wear the pants, but I guess I just was so comfortable with him that I just, you know, would do whatever. But I have I understood that after we had that talk that I have to be conscious of um how I make him feel. Uh, yeah. just like he needs to be conscious of how he makes me feel. So if if I'm talking to one of our loyal listeners that's looking for a, you know, husband or wanting a husband to look for her, catch her, mm-hmm. I'm going to personally tell her that I don't think you should stop being strong. I think you should just alter how you are showing your strength outside of your career. Um, or showing your vulnerability. Or showing your vulnerability inside your relationship. Right. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's man, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to face um when you're stuck in this 
I'm a strong black woman phase. But for some reason, we are hearing, I'm hearing that black men really want us to let that phrase go. Had that ever been a- I've never heard that. Yes, girl, I've heard it multiple times. I've heard it multiple times that they hate the phrase. Um, they really want to let that phrase go. We want you to be, you know, we want you to have your own if that's what you want, but you still got to allow us to be the man. And I get that. I want what, you to be- what is what is strong to them though? But why can't a woman have some strength and they be okay with that and they want them to get rid of that? I don't understand that. Like why can't you why can't you have strength and be okay with me having strength? I don't think it's the term strong black women. I think it is um the presentation behind the strong black woman. It is the, I got this. I'm I'm paying my mortgage. You remember on Ready to Love when for, for oh, Chris? Oh, girl. She, she was mad when he said 50-50. Yeah, she, she was like, like she got yeah, in love she, super she fast. She was like, I wasn't in love with him anyway. <laughs> right. It, she, it just show you that too strong to even see that she had a really good man right in front of her. He really good. Like, like he said, (laughs) he didn't verbalize it or articulate it the way it should have been articulated. But he came back and tried to. And he still messed it up. But (laughs) I love Chris though. I do. Was that Chris? Yeah. Yeah. He was the radio DJ guy. Lord have mercy. She, she, <laughs> girl, we gonna. I can't wait to watch this. Um, the reunion, the reunion night. I'm yeah, gonna I watch it as soon that. as we get off of here, girl. I'm gonna I see know. what they gotta say. I want to see Joy. I want to see how she's doing. I know. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, but um, <laughs> she was, she is uh, someone that I think embodied the balance very well. Her and Winter. Yes, um, they embodied the. They were very sensual women. Mm-hmm. We knew that they were successful in whatever they did. We knew that they didn't necessarily need a man to take care of them, but we knew that they wanted a relationship. I'm laughing. I'm sorry. We have to talk about our homegirl. Remember that clip I sent you when she was playing um the. <laughs> The fine guy with the, the abs. Yeah. When she said that she didn't want him she wanted, and she was she, she was playing around. She was playing, she was trying to play the strong black woman. Uh-huh. I, I'm she in love was, with Anthony. I don't I'm you know, I'm a, I'm gonna break up with you, like girl. But he was like, We 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 never went together. She missed out. But you and you're playing that role. You're playing the role that you don't want to play, or you don't want to be perceived as perceived. I can't even say it. Perceived as. Mm-hmm. And right. he said he didn't like your aggressiveness, and that was that strong black woman that came up out of her, and she did not want to dim that down. She did not want to soften that up. She did not want to be like. Okay. So it is. You're saying we do have to dim down the. We have to soften up. I'll say soften up. I don't want to say dim okay. down. So I've been seeing this meme and it says black women embrace strength and wear it like a badge of honor. The problem is women who advertise strength and independence. 
don't attract the protector and provider type of men that they say they want. And that was a aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. Because we do, we do embrace the fact that we're so strong and we're so independent and we advertise it. We, you know, it, it's something that we wear like a banner. We wear it on our forehead that we are strong, independent, and we got our own. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we got our own business. We got our own home. We did it by ourselves. But if we want this man that's supposed to provide and protect for us, he don't want us saying, I got this and I got that and I can do it all by myself. I really don't need nobody, but I want you. Because <laughs> then you that eventually push true. him away. Right. That may be true, but we can't say that if that's what we want. Because if you continue to put that narrative out there and you project that on that relationship and that person that you're in that relationship with, then he will eventually feel like you really don't need him and you will really emasculate him and make him feel like you don't need him. And that's why I've heard that's why men go to other ethnicities because they don't have, they don't have this banner that they wear that says that I'm so strong that I don't need you as a man and I don't need you to be a man. Um, you know, they, they, and that's why they, they get to get whatever they want. You know, they're giving the world and we're not giving the world because we, we have to be strong. <laughs> we already and got even the world, if we right? don't, we're going to pretend like we got the world. We're going to pretend we don't like need we need you. Right. But then so that's like, not a good thing though, either, because not. I just feel like we are supposed to lean on the masculine energy to unless grace that's not what we want unless we are unless it's not what you want right unless we are a woman that doesn't mind being by herself it's all about her career don't want kids don't really want a man and there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but i'm talking to the listener that is that has her career together and that's looking for that husband to spend the rest of her life with sis don't don't enter the relationship don't enter your first second third date talking about i'm a strong black woman (laughs) (laughs) i mean gradually let him know that and you don't even have to let him know that right he's gonna words he'll see it yes and look, yeah. let me ask you a question because we sure. talked about this. But how are you going to raise your girls and letting them know how to project themselves when they get into a relationship? Like, are they supposed to project themselves as strong black women? Or are they just supposed to just show up and they see them as strong black women? Like, what do you tell them? How do you make them like see that or just be in, into that? I and when I look back on how I was raised, um, I may have thought I was raised as a strong black woman. I I know my mother was like freaking superwoman, you know, mm-hmm. with everything that she dealt with, but she played her role. You know, my dad was known as the protector and the provider. And she allowed him that role, and he felt very comfortable and um very secure in that role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though we all, we always knew where things came from. You know what I mean? Like if it wasn't for my mom, we wouldn't have ate good. If it wasn't right. for my mom, we wouldn't have had what we needed as far as clothes and taken to different places because my dad was working. 
but she allowed my dad that role to be known as the protector and the provider. So I think as I raise my girls, I'm going to teach them that their dad is the protector and the provider of this family. Mm-hmm. But mommy works. Mommy makes sure that you have everything that you need so that daddy can work and protect and provide and you can go to school and be a child and mommy makes everybody feel secure. That that's that's our that's our role. You right. know what I mean? We right. we make everybody feel secure. That's why, you know, when we were doing our Facebook um, lives, we were talking about self-care because at at some point you have to learn how to uh, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But in our role, we're so used to making sure everybody else is taken care of. You know what I mean? So do you think they're going to be more of the the type of women who are self-sufficient or do you think they're going to lean upon their mate and still be self-sufficient? Okay. So I think I'm both personally, Sean thinks I'm just the most full person in the world. Right. But I work every day. You know what I mean? I grind. I have side hustles. Like I I may be spoiled to him and I want my husband to think I'm spoiled. Yeah. I'm spoiled. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, I want that bag and this and this house. Yep, I'm spoiled. But I don't want him to ever think that I'm lazy. There's a difference. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I want him to, when he looks at his woman, I want him to see a woman that um, takes care of his family. I want him to see a woman that um, can grind and can work. But I also want him to see a sensual woman, a woman that allows him to be a man. Right. Yeah. And I think we just have to learn that as black women, because we've been kind of conditioned to be this superwoman and we don't always have to be this superwoman. Now we know we should know when to turn it off, but we got to know when to turn it off. I think sometimes we paint the, I think sometimes we paint the perception that we can do everything in which we can. Yeah. It's not to limit us. We can do everything, but that's not without consequence. Mm-hmm. I just feel like when we do everything, that's because we get up, we show out, we show up, we don't yep. put a facade, we put on this great big, big grand facade, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes just to get the job done. Yep. But it's like once that's all done, who do you have to go? Who do you suppress that energy to? Right. And that's that's a part of being like a strong black woman. It's like you don't have to always internalize that that energy that we put out. Like we're superwoman. We can do everything. We show up. We have to deal with discrimination. We have to deal with being marginalized. Like I said before, we have to deal with being strong in our relationships, whether that's friendships, whether that's work relationships, whether that's our um, intimate relationships. But I think that we should not have to always be that strong black woman and put up that facade. Right. right. Absolutely. Um, I, I always say like um, when when those little um, examples come our way, like if we're at the grocery store and we're at Publix and the person that has our, the that bags our items asks if we do you need some help? 
Well, mm-hmm. no, we got it. I got it. I got it. Allow them to help you, sis. Allow <laughs> that man to see you having an issue with trying to get. One day I was at at home, and I bought this. I don't know. I can't remember what I bought, but it, I was having so much trouble trying to put it in the car, girl. It was horrible. <laughs> I kept it in and out, like trying different angles. And this man <laughs> saw me come across the, um, I guess, just across the way. And he came over and he was like, do you need some help? And I was like, no, I got it. I got it. Clearly, I did not have it. She was like, I girl, did I, didn't I, I know you need help. He was like, he, I mean, he was a man. He was like, no, just take it out. I got it. And he did it in like two minutes. Like something I had been doing over and over. Like he just immediately got it, fixed it. And he went on about his way. We have to allow men to be men. I know it's rough. I know same it's hard. Thing, same thing happened to me at the gym one time. I was at the gym um, over where um, I live when it was open and I went there early one morning and there's always like the young kids who, who play sports who are in there early in the morning too. So yeah. I'm like trying to get on <laughs> like the squat rack, but the little yeah. thing wouldn't come out so I could move the little bars. So when I squat, like it'll just sit right there. Uh-huh. And I was like struggling, struggling to get the little the thing out the hole. And the little kid came over. He was like, do you want me to get that? <laughs> That's it. I was like, please. He was like, I see you struggling over there. And I was like, I was trying to do it myself. He was like, I know it's hard because I've tried to do it before myself. And I was like, I get it. And I was, I look, I let him. I'm not, yeah. I'm not opposed to being like the damsel in distress sometimes. We I mean, and that comes with just letting go, Grace. Like <laughs> we have to let go. I know personally, I have to let go sometimes. Sometimes my husband be like, you need some help or you want this, what can I do? And I'm like, oh, I got it, I got it. But in, in actuality, I really do want him to help, you know, but I'm just so used to, I got it, I got it, I got it. I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. You know, <laughs> don't allow him to help me or allow him to be what he's trying to be to me. So ladies. Same, sometimes, sometimes same. I'm the same too, because sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll do it myself. And then when he doesn't help me, I'm like, stupid. Stupid! What you doing? You, you supposed to be helping me, right? I'm carrying this shit on my back. Get up! Let <laughs> me crawling on the goddamn floor. I'm so weak. Like that has definitely happened. Trying to be like, you know, yeah. How can I help you this way, this way? And then one day, like this morning, Parker was getting ready for school, girl, and um. Or I asked him to wake Parker up. Now, Parker has to be on the bus at a certain time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I go upstairs 10 minutes before she happened to be on the bus. She's sleepwalking around with Sean upstairs. I'm like, dude, didn't I tell you she has to be on the bus at a certain time? Like, you right there with her. He said, <laughs> <laughs> we be like, but then we like, I don't need no help. I'm good. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so no. yeah, it's not something I'm just telling y'all. Like, is is much easier said than done. It's oh, something yeah. you have to be cautious of. Something you have to um, put intentions into. Um, 
everything we say is easier said than done because we still have to exercise it in our in our relationship we are we definitely exercising it like i'm not telling you nothing that i haven't gone through i haven't done or that hasn't been you know happened to me so you know Mm -hmm. hey it just is is what it is It is what it is. That was a good topic. It was definitely, um, it's something that I know has been bothering men. And it's something that I definitely wanted our women that's looking for relationships to kind of be in the know of that, y'all, this strong black woman, shit, like, let's throw it out. Let's dump it to the ground. Let's be strong when we have to be strong. And be soft when we need to be soft. But yeah, I mean, we don't have to always be superwoman. We can be vulnerable. Yeah. We can be soft and be that with the person who's actually going to receive that as well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. Mm-hmm. We done with that? Want to be done yeah. with that? Yeah. What are we about to get into next? Oh, girl, girlfriend talk. Okay, so we're going to do Girlfriend Talk, season three, episode 15, right? Yep. That came from my good old, that, that came from my good old sis, Allison, because she was yes. like, ooh, that's a lot to go on in this episode. So mm-hmm. one of the As scenarios. We do Girlfriend Talk. We um, we choose kind of one, one plot that we want to. Yeah, because there's Sometimes so many in one episode. Four plots that could be, you know, analyzed. Mm-hmm. But on but, this one, season three, episode 15, mm-hmm. these are two scenarios that we're going to pick out. So one, Todd, Dr. Todd Garrett, who's dating Tony Childs. Yep. It's Valentine's Day. I think it's their first Valentine's Day, right? Yep. He wakes up, gives her this card. And a little box. Well, the box comes later, but he gives her a card and it's a black couple on a card. But if you watch Garfield, you know Ty Garrett is a white Jewish doctor. <laughs> so <Short> Tony is <laughs> yes, yeah, a short way. So Tony is kind of upset that um he gives her a card with black people who, who look like they're walking in the field of cotton, as you say. <laughs> And she was like, she felt like he only did that because she was black. But do you think he was being insensitive by giving her a card with black people on it? And he's dating a black woman and he's a white man. Um, I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. Okay. Uh, Todd didn't know any better. If I were to be dating a white man and he gave me a car with with black people on it. What mm-hmm. I'm personally going to think is um, he was thoughtful enough to at least get a cultural Be considerate, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was he was thoughtful. But um, as as I let you finish, we're going to see why she felt that way. Okay, she felt that way because normally when she dated white men, she was often fetishized from these white men because of her features, her her big lips, her big breasts, Mm -hmm. her curvy body. So she felt like Todd was doing that until he gave her some emeralds. And then she kind (laughs) of 
it kind of got lost by her, but then she went back to it. But when she talked to him, she did express to him that, you know, she didn't want him to feel like she was like this, this like chocolate goddess, like fantasy. Yeah. So she didn't want to feel like this trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she is a trophy, but it's different when it's, a white man because if a black man says you're my black trophy yeah, we are that means something so different than if a white man be like you're my black trophy because i'd be like what this is off the subject but do you mind being um called a trophy wife is that something that may irritate you no because i feel like a trophy is a prize yeah. Not everybody gets a trophy. Not everybody gets a trophy. So no, that doesn't bother me. Trophies are called pretty a trophy. shiny. And everybody yeah. wants and everybody puts them on the shelf for yep. display. Yep. And I like to be on this one. Come on. Me too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Like I don't mind the whole trophy wife thing, like. But anyways, she, but do you she, think he was being thoughtful or and you said he was being thoughtful I, and not I thought he was being thoughtful. I thought he was thinking of what she might think. And he his thought was, you know what? She's going to think I went the extra mile and didn't didn't just pick up a car. I actually went and looked for a car because they are very far mm-hmm. uh, and in between. It's not like you're going to I love mahogany section car. like this. Right, oh. right. They're, they're behind behind <laughs> behind. <laughs> You know, so I thought that was thoughtful. I thought he put um, some effort into that. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it was sad that um, she didn't recognize that. But it just shows how we are so um, sensitive to the fact that um, we always kind of think the worst when it comes to race. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why we don't even have to say anyone does not need to be said. Okay. Right. But that being said, we're going to move on to the next scenario that was in this, um, this girlfriend. Okay. So Joan and Ellis (laughs) Valentine's Day again. Oh my goodness. Okay. So (laughs) first of all, Joan played as if she didn't even want Valentine's Day gift from Ellis. She right. said it wasn't a big deal, whatever. So <laughs> Ellis takes on this scavenger hunt. She's super excited, super surprised, whatever. Mm-hmm. At the end, she's waiting for him at dinner. Maya comes and be like, hey, you need to come. He's come cheating on, on you. I'm, Ellis, is at, Ellis is at the cafe with another woman. What's up? Let's go. All right. I got my, my uh, elbow grease. Let's I go. took off my earring. Let's go. So they get mm-hmm. there. Ellis is sitting there with a lady who's pregnant. And he says, this is, what's her name? Um, Sylvia. And this is my mm-hmm. son. She's pregnant. What a way to end Valentine's Day, right? You're waiting right. for your boyfriend on after this crazy cute romantic scavenger hunt and then you find him in a cafe with someone that is pregnant with his child let's just say that that is something that i have always always wanted 
is a scavenger hunt. I think that yes. is so cute. I think um, I even heard a guy one time tell, um, just in, in conversation, was saying that he was getting his girl a different gift leading up to Valentine's Day. Like, things like that to me are so cute and romantic. So I thought that was cute, <laughs> but but that was a lot for Joan. That would be a lot for any female. Okay, so would you continue to date a guy who has a baby on the way, even though both of you guys didn't know it? Like she you're really both ab oblivious. You didn't know. Yeah, she, she really liked. She really liked Ellis. So I would say this: it would have to. Um, it would depend on the amount of time we've spent together. How how much? Um, how I feel about you. <laughs> Uh, especially if it's your first child, if it's your first child, you didn't know about it. It was before me. I could try. <laughs> I don't know if I would be successful, but I would definitely try. Now, if you, if you're on your second baby mama, if I'm already dealing with, you know, not knowing how this baby mama going to, you know, interact with me, then you you got all this drama and baggage coming into a relationship that's not even fully um, have a good foundation yet. So yeah, it just depends on. It has. I would have of, to step back. I would really? have to step back. I would have even to say, you, you know, like even if I really liked you and I knew that's not what I wanted in my life. Yeah. That's a hard no for me. And I would have to step back. I would tell you to take care of your responsibility as you should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but he don't want that woman. I don't care. Shoot. It's not about the woman. It's about your responsibility. But he can take care of the responsibility and he can take care of you. Men do it nah. every day. Nah. You good on love. it? a hard no? It's a hard no. <laughs> I'm good on my hard no's. And that is a... That is an absolute hard no. That's not a hard no for me, but I understand. I can I can definitely understand, and I wouldn't know anything about uh, playing stepmama or <laughs> stepdaddy. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't know anything about that, so I don't know how hard and um, how difficult that would be for me in my life with my children. So maybe that's why I'm saying I can I can probably deal at this point in my life now. If that happened, that would still be a hard note for me because that kind of alters what the plan that I had for us or we had for one another. And if that, mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with stepping back. So yeah. you can take care of your responsibility and be the parent that you need to be. But I, present. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. never step in the way of someone <laughs> being present for their child. Yeah. To me, that's an unselfish move because um, he would he would have to struggle with um, making sure you're taken care of and making sure the baby is taken care of, making sure you're not feeling a certain type of way, making sure right. the baby mama's feeling. It would be a lot on him. So to me, that I would, would do it. Mm -hmm, yeah, that would definitely be an unselfish move. I, Let I, me ask you a question I, though. So okay. there was another another scenario to Jones' little debacle. Okay. So initially she told Ellis that she didn't want anything for Valentine's Day, but she mm -hmm. still expected something. Of course. So have you ever told your husband that you didn't want anything nope. and still nope. expected him to do it? Oh, um, 
Like you yeah. don't want anything for Valentine's Day or you don't want anything for Valentine's Christmas. Day would definitely not be because <laughs> well, that's your day. Valentine's Day, my day. Like you don't mess up Valentine's Day. But like <laughs> Christmas, I always tell him like Christmas. I really don't. I don't really don't have to have anything, but I do kind of like slightly expect him to get something. So if what you is- say no and mm-hmm. he doesn't give you anything. Mm-hmm. You're okay with it. I can't be bad because I said no. But you still inside, it, hold, on now, hold on now. Inside, I'm gonna be a little salty. <laughs> but I can't say anything because I told him I'm good. I'm sorry, I say that too, but an I'm good still means a Get little me some, even if it's sentimental, even if you write me a little note. Mm-hmm. That's what I expect from you. If I say I don't want anything, that means I don't want you to spend much money. I want you to put thought into it. But if I want something specific, I'm going to say I want like a new iPhone or a new MacBook or whatever. I'm going to tell you what I want specifically. If I say nothing, that means give me something thoughtful. So, yes, words to the wise. (laughs) Yes, that is perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. I was telling um, my husband, like, you know, thoughtful to me is just thinking of things that I like to do. Yes. Like working out would be thing, something that I do all the time and I like to do it. So coming with a new workout outfit or some new workout yeah. shoes, that's to me, that's thoughtful because that's something that, you know, I love and something that I can use. So right. guys, that's listening. Do that. I'm giving you a little gym. Listen. <laughs> Cause look, I was list, I was looking into like this box of like just you know how everybody have a box of important documents and stuff that you keep. Right, right. Or little keepsakes. So I was looking for, I don't know, a birth certificate or whatever. But I saw an envelope and on the front of it it had all my nicknames that um <laughs> my husband gave me. And like a nickname that my brother had gave given me when I was younger, and he wrote it on there. And I opened it up and I read, it was a card because I think I had mentioned that he used, no, I didn't tell you guys, but I had mentioned to other girlfriends that like recently he would give me cards and don't put anything in it. He would literally buy the card and don't even, he don't even write his name in it. The last two that he got me, I literally took back to Walmart and I got, I got my little $5 and some change because why do I need this card? I don't know who it came from. I know I'm married to you, but I don't know who it came from. Oh my god. Anywho, I saw this card and it had like the most beautiful things written in it. And it turned out to be the card that he gave me when we got married. And he wrote our vows in it. And it was the cutest thing. And I read a flag without even knowing. I was like, that was so sweet. It was the cutest thing. And then I sent him a picture. I was like, this is what I want. Like yeah. write me some cute and sweet and he was like well that's that was our vows that's why I did and I was like no write me come something cute and sweet did he no yeah. Never. yeah sweet Sean usually does that even when he sends me flowers he has like a cute little note even when he calls up, food and just be like look bro just just and sends me flowers <laughs> and be like oh I love you and I'm like I love you too he'll give me flowers <laughs> he'll give me flowers that I don't like and I'll still take care of. I tell him I do not like roses. He buys me roses 
all of the time. Uh, all yeah, of yeah. the time. I think about 2% of the time he'll buy me something that's outside of roses and I'm oh, very grateful. Cool. I'm grateful for the roses I, too, I don't, I don't think like them. I actually know that flowers are sold at Publix. Like, I so he'll get them from Publix and he'll yeah. get them like from wherever. You know, and then bring them home and say, babe, like, you don't have to send me $100 worth of flowers because I don't have a green thumb. Like, they're going to die. I do, but sometimes I do like my favorite flowers and my favorite flowers are peonies. But, you know, not too many people have peonies and not, and they're expensive, too. Yeah. Expensive yeah. Flowers, but whatever. I like flowers. I like colorful flowers. So, whatever. They're going to die. They're going to die, but they're still lovely. I like to have them yeah, in my house. Look at for the moment. So I, I, um, I look at them. I feed them as if they're going to live forever, and then they die on me. <laughs> they eventually die, but they're beautiful and they're a, a wanted gift. So they are. I appreciate my little flower. Send me flowers. I know. I like oh, them. Oh, edible arrangements. That's I like edible. Don't send me that. I don't like that. Why? You don't like fruit? I love fruit, but. No, I don't like that. Mm, I like edible arrangements. It's something different. Because sometimes I don't want to eat the fruit right away. And it's like you have to eat all of that at the... Huh? Say so you don't have to eat the fruit right away, huh? I feel like it because you I know, feel like it's going to go bad. Give me a bag, Chanel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, I love Chanel. Thank you. Right. Send me a bag. You don't have to send me any flowers. Send me something that's tangible. I can hold on to. I can look at. I can sleep mm-hmm. with. I can rub and let it know that I love it just as much as it's going to love me. Yes, Chanel. Chanel, me please. Thank you. Chanel, me please. <laughs> do we good. have a question this week? We do have a question this week. Hey, it's a good one too. So let me go ahead and read this. Okay, <laughs> she just gets straight to the point. She don't say no hate, no hate. What's up? Hey, girl, I'm going to say, hey, anyway. Um, What are your thoughts on having male company over your house while your companion is not at home? Mm. Example, if your friend comes over and has a male cousin and asks if it would be okay if they come over, do you think it's appropriate? Why or why not? So, communication is key. If I've expressed or asked or allow let my you know my companion know that this is what's going on that and if they are are okay with it but we have like what's going on like what like i'm not like that they're bringing outside you know company that they're bringing a a person of a of the opposite sex into the house while he's not in here so are you okay with that like are you okay with okay let's let's say this Mm -hmm. I'm not putting myself in this situation. Let's just say you had another friend. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl, I need to come pick something up. LaDonna, you got to go. Some came up, you have to leave the house right away. And it's just Sean there. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable with your friend going to your house, in your house, picking up an item or just waiting for you until mm-hmm. you get back? It depends what friend. While your husband is home. It depends what friend. My close knit friends, my close circle, like my little four or five people in my little circle. Yes, I do trust them. Mm-hmm. But um, now my mom is the person. She is like, 
don't know women need to be spending the night at your house. Don't be having no women. Like I can never remember when my mom had her friends at my house. This is never. a totally different gen- generation, of course. Um, but yeah, I think as long as you have that communication with your companion and they're okay with it and mm-hmm. you know, they can, you know, you have that trust factor in your relationship. <laughs> it's okay. But if there's no trust, if you, if, if it's done behind your back, that's a no, no. That's, oh yeah. That's not appropriate at all. That is a no, no. If it's done behind your back, that is an absolute. Why are you trying to come about? Why are you trying to come to my house? But why though? Honestly, for me, it's, it's a no, go. You're not coming. I don't care if I know you for 20 years. If I know you for 20 years, my friends of 20 years know I'm not coming to Grace's house without Grace being there. And it's not because I don't trust them. It's not because I don't trust him. I just think it's a cultural thing. I've never, I just, I've always heard you just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, I mean, my mom has never gone by people's house or mm-hmm. other men's or other other men, other men's other people or other men house mm-hmm. without their wives being there. Like, right, I just, right, right. I don't do it. I don't know it. So no. But I think she was asking, like, for instance, she was saying, just say you were coming to my house and you were bringing your brother. Right. Sean wasn't here. Is that okay for you and your brother to come over to my house without my husband being here? Either way, no. No. So, like, if uh, my husband is here and one of his guy friends bring a female friend, is that, it's like the same situation? Say it one more time. Like if my husband is here and his guy friend comes with a female friend and I'm not here, is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. I didn't think that's what she was talking about, but yeah. that's what she was talking about. That's what she was saying. That's the example she gave. Uh, okay, but either way, mm, I mean, no, that don't bother me. That part don't bother me, no. Yeah, see, so that's what I'm saying. If it, as long as there can, there's communication, I don't want my husband to walk in the house and see a whole man in here that he didn't know was going to be here. You see what I'm saying? Like if it's if it's some company that one of my friends brought with them, and mm-hmm. as long as he knows about it, I think it's okay. And if he says, you know, okay, cool, but if it's if it's not something that he knows about, and it's like I'm trying to do it behind his back, then no, that's not okay. I think that um, if my husband tells me that somebody is here, like a friend of ours is here, and he doesn't mention the female friend, I'm going to automatically assume, even if I walk in and I see the female friend, that's not an issue to me. Because I don't know, I think we just, we're so close knit of a friend group that I just automatically know if a male is coming, that a female be, might be accompanying Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah, get upset. That's sometimes that's true, yeah, but because I wouldn't I, get upset. Right, right, right. That's I think that's what she was saying. I, but I still believe, especially when you are married, that you need to um, you need to have some communication. Like y- your man shouldn't be walking through the house, ha- walking in the house 
from being gone and then there's a whole man sitting in his house whether he's <laughs> so, now yeah, if you sitting in my house and you getting acquainted then I'm like bitch I, I don't care who you came with you better get out of my house what's wrong with you this is, just don't make yourself comfortable right right so I, I just say as long as you communicate with your companion if they feel okay with it then go for it girl if he doesn't feel okay with it then don't go for it girl because you're going to be without a companion <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends. If that person just really doesn't respect your point of view, then yeah, you're gonna be without a companion. But if that person respects your point of view, then <laughs> they'll be like, "Hey, baby, next time I'll let you know. It's okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good question. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I did, at first I was like so confused. I thought it was like if um if you bring someone over while the person is there or while the person is not there, like no. If I'm not at my No, house, not me. She she said that if you invited a friend over and you you like for instance and he and she brought her cousin which is a male with her and my husband wasn't there, would that be okay? Like, how would we feel about that? Right. I think, I mean, I think we, we answered it. Hey, communication, communicate with your spouse. Don't do it behind their back. And communication is something that I'm always a proponent of anyway. So communicate, 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 communicate. Okay. Yep. Yep. Thank you for that question. We appreciate you listening and respecting yeah. uh, and wanting our opinion. We That's dope. Yeah, so guys, if you have any other questions you want to ask us, if you have any suggestions, hit us up at ask2dopegirls at gmail.com. That's A-S-K, the number two, dopegirls at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, like, Subscribe, share, comment. Don't be yeah, afraid to hit that, that little light. All you have to do is tap, tap, hit that, share, hit that, put it on your story. Go ahead and hit that, comment. Just say, hey, girls, hey, or give some I like constructive it. criticism. This was not cool. Like, let us know what you think. We appreciate it. Yeah, and you guys have been, um, a few people have been commenting on the YouTube, yeah. but you know, you know. Don't be afraid to interact. Don't be afraid to send no email. We ain't gonna like expose y'all and tell who y'all are. Yep. We're gonna come in right back and we 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 love the interaction. Yes, we do. But if you guys want to hit me up, I am at Grace Space with two underscores on IG. And I'm at naturally pretty on IG. Until next time, you guys. We'll see you later. Girls. Bye. Bye. Dope girl. Dope the dope girl. Dope, the dope girl. Dope, 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 the dope girl. Dope, the dope, dope girl. Now I.